before you even say, well, how do I get started with YouTube? You have to be clear about why you want to get started with YouTube. So what I have found, and this is something I found accidentally because it started happening to me. So I was putting videos there, here and there, like I, it was, there was no strategy, right? And then I started noticing in 2020, people were finding certain videos I put up there. And these videos were so choppy. And some of these videos, I've had people watch them and then DM me and then say they want to sign up for my coaching and literally pay me the next day. Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. I am here with Alma Bradford, and she is a business growth strategist for women service providers, freelancers, agency owners, and consultants. She runs an online education and consulting business at almabradford.com. Alma, welcome to the show. Well, uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited. So sometimes I get a little tongue twister. So it's Alma. It's Alma in Spanish. Alma. I'm Boricua. Oh, Boricua. Okay. <laughs> and that's yes, awesome. I mix with um, Boricua, African-American. So that's where you got the Spanish first name and American last name. <laughs> Ah, so I'm, I'm sitting down with my buddy, Guamiga. I'm hoping, because I want to make this connection. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been following you for a while, and you have a YouTube channel, and you do a lot of things. So tell us, let us get to know you. What do you do? Yeah. So, okay, I started my business, like, over 10 years ago as a social media manager. And over the years... I was just basically going that I grew it into a marketing agency and then, and I, I will share my journey as we go through this interview, because it's really interesting, but I've been doing it like on and off and growing it. And then about five to six years ago, I started doing um, pretty much like memberships courses. And I create, I kind of became a course creator, business coach, because when you sell memberships, then, you know, you sell courses and you know, I also do one-to-one coaching and consulting. So now my business has grown even more and kind of gone into a new direction. That's why I started the YouTube channel. Um, and now I'm doing, I guess I could say I have a creator business because I also have brand sponsorships. Now I do affiliate marketing and it's just been really amazing. So yeah. So basically what I do is my niche and who I mainly talk to are women who are freelancers, women who are doing done for you services. So that could be other women who do marketing, social media managers, virtual assistants, but even business consultants, business coaches, uh, web designers, graphic designers, people are who are, women who are like actually doing the work for you. And they're, they, they mainly focus on helping other businesses grow. So a lot of women who have online businesses, typically you hire a virtual assistant, you may hire a podcast manager, you may hire an OBM manager to help you with your business. And so I mainly focus on helping women in that specific done for you freelance niche. So really service providers who help other businesses, I guess, B2B. And the reason why I'm saying all these different terminologies, because I don't know, they, people call themselves freelancers, people call themselves service providers. 
So it's like all these different names, but yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's true. In the industry, there's definitely different lingos, legion, and ROI, and all this, right? So, okay, so talk a little bit. So you started your YouTube channel, that started growing. You're getting brand sponsorship, and you did do a pivot, right? Because I, I saw your announcement that you pivoted. I basically, um, I did pivot my niche. I decided to niche, but I, I'm changing. I've changed my business model where now I'm really more in the creator economy. So I'm more of a creator. So that's what I. That's what where the YouTube channel comes in, and I'm super excited to talk about this because I know a lot of women in your audience, a lot of moms. They want to figure out different ways to monetize, different ways to make money. And there's just so much they could do. So if you are a service provider, maybe you do coaching, freelancing, this is another revenue stream that I didn't even know about. I just kind of like learned about it within the last year. I mean, I always knew that people were, they had influencers, right? But now there's this thing called the creator economy and companies now are reaching out to small creators, people who have audiences on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and they're collaborating with creators. There's just so much going on. So as far as my pivot, really, I'm just focusing a lot more on creating lots of content, both both free content on my YouTube channel to help people and my podcast. And I have a newsletter as well. Um, and those are kind of like the channels I, I use as a funnel to bring people into my world. And then I also have paid programs, courses, digital products, and I do some one-to-one -one coaching as well, uh, mainly helping women who are service providers. So yeah, but um, that's where I am and I'm excited. Yeah. Amen. So what are you most excited about? I'm excited about my YouTube channel. Like I've always, since I was a little girl, I used to want to be like a film filmmaker, director. And then when I got older and got to high school, I realized that Hollywood, like it's a very gated, it's a gated community. Like you have to go through, you know, to be accepted by them. And then they don't even, they only take certain people in on the inside. I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to do whatever I want. I don't want no one telling me, you know, well, you have to be this and that, or you got to be part of our club and then we'll let you do a movie. And then it, I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. So I gave up on my dream of being a Hollywood director. But all my life, I've always I've always been a storyteller. I've always um, told stories. I used to write like novels and short stories in school. And I've always wanted to tell stories. So when I started my marketing business, I was able to get into that and get paid by clients. But then when I learned about YouTube, I was like, oh my gosh, I literally could just do this full time <laughs> and get paid by sponsors and affiliate. I mean, there's so much you could do on YouTube. So I'm really excited about YouTube and growing that. I neglected my YouTube channel. I actually started in 2017, but I never really used it. I um, I would put like coaching calls and like, you know, tes testimonial videos up there, but I didn't really get aggressive until about what, where are we? September. So like about nine months ago in January, I've been posting consistently every single week. And it's just gotten, it's allowed me to get into, in front of a new audience, in front of more people and really grow my brand. And I wish I would have been consistent on YouTube years ago, but anyway, here we are, we're, we're here right now. So it was really exciting. And anyway, people, I've had some companies reach out to me. I've done some collaborations. So um, yeah, so maybe you should be on it, Linda. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking about it. Um, 
I had I had a lot of people tell me you need to be on YouTube, Linda. You're doing exactly what you're doing, but it's on YouTube and it can reach a lot more people. And but I feel so overwhelmed on like how would I even start with the YouTube? You know, I you know editing my own videos and all of that. You know, and I did that for some time, but it is time consuming for me. Like I know maybe some people can just and cut it up, but I I do have a YouTube channel. Don't look me up right now. Maybe in the future, <laughs> you know, have some videos in there. Um, and I started my YouTube channel a long time ago. I don't even, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, my YouTube, I, I was like, yo, I'm going to try to do YouTube, but I never like really dabbled in it. So take someone like me, how would I even start on YouTube? Like, what would I, how would I even like what, how can I even develop content on it? It's just, just the same as what you do for IG, Instagram. Like how would someone start? Okay. So here's the thing about YouTube and, you know, just like you have had a channel for many years, never really took it serious. <laughs> Cause I also felt the same way. I was like, this is so much work. I mean, you had like, it's just, I was like, this is a lot. So, but then what happened was I realized as after I started doing some research, um, what I would tell you is, yeah, first, before you even say, well, how do I get started with YouTube? You have to be clear about why you want to get started with YouTube. So what I have found, and this is something I found accidentally because it started happening to me. So I was putting videos there, here and there. Like I, it was, there was no strategy, right? And then I started noticing in 2020, people were finding certain videos I put up there. And these videos were so choppy. Like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, it looks unprofessional, low quality, just, I don't know, I, I threw it up there. And some of these videos, I've had people watch them and then DM me and then say they want to sign up for my coaching and literally pay me the next day. Wow. And I'm not talking about pay me like $300. I'm talking about five, $4,000 packages. Yeah. $5,000. I believe it. I like believe in it. full. And I started to like, I saw some of my videos like blowing up, right? Like some of them were just going like going viral. And so what I realized when I started to dig deep, I was like, wait a minute, YouTube is promoting my video. Like oh, YouTube is, wow. and then what I'm noticing too is that, I, I have noticed is that the videos that you create on YouTube are SEO, right? So they're going to be searched year after year. So like I have videos from two, three years ago that still bring in traffic, still people find me from it. So you create content for YouTube, it's, it lives in the search engines year after year after year. And then Google owns YouTube. So when people search on Google Google for different things and you have videos about that topic, you're going to come up. So it's like this is this natural organic SEO that I found social media doesn't give you, okay? So like, for instance, you do TikToks and Reels. I know they say TikTok has SEO, but I don't think the, the SEO is as strong as like, uh, like, you know, Yahoo, Bing, search, other types of search engines, right? So if you make content on social media, it has a short shelf life, okay? So a reel that you make, yeah, it'll go viral, get popular. But then after like two months, is nobody care. you know, it just gets buried down the feed. It just, it kind of like just gets buried, right? So with YouTube, you make a video that goes, it gets popular and it, it lasts for like 12 months, two years. People will still keep finding you. And so then I started seeing that people were finding me there organically without me having to do ad. I do do Facebook and Instagram ads. So I'm like, if I want to grow my organic reach, YouTube is is doing the most 
for me, not Instagram. I mean, I was, I have been on Instagram for five years. I never had a company reach out to me for a brand sponsorship ever. Now, even those accounts that say, Hey, message this person and they'll give you some free. Oh yeah. I get those. Yeah. uh, (laughs) The people who want to give you free stuff and not pay you anything are DMing people on Instagram all the time. Okay. But on YouTube, like I had really big companies just reach out and say, hey, we're, we're looking to, uh, we want to sponsor your video. After six months of posting once a week, I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm switching everything over. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, uh, um, I think I might be doing the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm just, this is all. Like, I, I don't know, like I was sleeping on YouTube for so long and then now I'm realizing it. So I'm actually going, I'm getting fun of new people. And so now there are some people that do really well on Instagram. They do really well on TikTok, right? They just do really well. And so if that's working for you and you're listening to this, keep doing whatever works. But if you're like me and it has not worked well, just I don't really grow on Instagram or social media unless I do paid advertising. <laughs> it'll grow but on youtube i'm growing organically so it's just really helped me and then it's helped me it's helping me grow my newsletter i'm getting new email subscribers people are finding out about my courses okay so my whole point of sharing this with you is i hope that that story shows you the power of it so once you have made a decision that or you realize the value in it and you've changed your mindset because one thing i could tell you right now lisa and everybody listening is it's a long game you're not gonna it's gonna take maybe four to six months and really it could happen before that but you know it takes a while it's not like you know right away but if you if you have a really good thumbnail and title it could start pop it could start popping off right away and you could get you could go viral but um so anyway if you're a beginner just make sure you have the right mindset that it's something that's a long-term uh it's a long-term play and what i would say for you is just get like really simple equipment you know um if you or your listeners want to get a list of tools I use on my channel, I will share that with you and you can put in the show notes. So we'll share that resource. Uh, but there are very simple cameras for that you can use um, to set up. And then when it comes to editing, honestly, I have an editor because I, I don't have time. <laughs> I'm running a business. Uh, but if you need to do your own editing, it does take a while. But if you're doing like a talking head video, like for you... For your audience and for what you do, you're educating moms. So you can do more like educational talking head videos where you're just talking about something, explaining it. That could be like a, a eight to 10 minute video. And I would say just get started. Don't try to be perfect. Just get into the groove of creating, you know, talking to a camera, putting content out. And what really matters with YouTube is like your thumbnail, your title. So you want to be doing some research on what are people searching for right now related to what niche you're in. And then make a list of topics based upon that. And like I said, we'll put that in the show notes because I have a bunch of tools that you can use for SEO research for YouTube. But your first couple of videos, just keep it simple and don't try to be perfect. And it's the same thing with, um, you know, people who want to start a podcast, right? Just put the content out there. You need to, your first like five podcasts or YouTube videos, they're not going to be perfect. But done is better than perfect, right? So as you're doing it, you're going to be learning skills. You're going to get better and better. But you got to put something out. I told myself that the like at the beginning, the beginning of this year, I said my first couple of videos, I know they're going to be bad. Like I'm okay. Like they're going to be bad. I had to tell myself that, or else I would have never done it. I would have never put out content. Yeah, that's good. I mean, 
it, it can be overwhelming and I like the idea of just hey just start and tell yourself hey it's probably gonna be horrible in the beginning <laughs> but I did have like I remember I did have like um a video that did pick up and it was like years I mean almost like 10 years ago that was about like how to write um I don't know how to like write your list of to-dos or something like that <laughs> but I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna probably put some attention on it just because a lot of my audience members are telling me like Linda you need to be on YouTube and everything like that so I think it's it's worth a shot right especially like you're saying you know you're not really growing on Instagram you're not really growing on these other channels and you found your most ROI return on investment in your YouTube channel and I think that you really got to look at the numbers okay you've been doing something for at least one year you know switch it up and see and do another thing and see you know incorporate something else like for me you know, I'm finally getting a little bit of traction on IG. I like IG because whoever like comes into IG and then goes into my Facebook group, they're usually the ones that are like higher ROI for me to buy, you know, to buy my courses or to even my services. And so just understanding your numbers, I think is going to really help our audience member like, hey, what does your numbers look like? There's some SEO over here on YouTube you know, TikTok and IG is currently like really, really like flooded, right? With like a whole bunch of content creators and amazing content creators. And you can get lost in the sauce if you're not like upping your game. And like, sometimes you do got to get those equipment, right? They're, they're recording things on a Canon, you know, for IG. <laughs> and yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I saw this because I was doing some research because, you know, Marcus research. I always love doing research before, like I jump into something and I was looking at the follower count and a lot of these people that have like 100K or over 10K followers, because I'm I'm still uh, uh, I'm still below 10K. I'm get I'm going to get there. I know it. But anyways, I'm still below there. And anyway, I was looking at all the people that have above 10K, you know, that really have these high numbers. And guess what? the majority have a YouTube channel, the majority, they do a clip, a reel about their YouTube channel. Hey, see the rest of the video or this content, like in the caption, it'll be like, see the rest of this in my YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this, a lot of times, you know, you're developing content and you're only using IG or you're developing content and you're only using maybe blogging, but you're not like diversifying the way that people like actually like funnel into your world. Right. Some people get into like, I know a lot of people follow me after buying my courses and then boom, they're following me on IG. And then especially when I do a bundle or something like that, boom, I get a whole flood of new people that also builds, you know, my other channels that I'm on. Right. So I think it's really interesting that a lot of people that are on YouTube also have these amazing following. Like, look at it, guys, when you when you're checking somebody out, see if they're on YouTube, because the majority of the time they are. Yeah, I want to say that I want I want to let me get back to that. But before I even I want to say this too, I do one to one coaching and consulting and I'm getting people who are watching my videos on YouTube and just signing up like the next day. Mm. And the reason why is the power of long form video. I can go really deep on a topic for 15 to 20 minutes on YouTube, whereas, you know, short form video, it's like, okay, I watched it for, you know, 15 seconds and you swipe up to the next thing. So it's like, not saying that you can't, people do well still with short form, but I feel like long form video has, you're more connected because you spend more time watching that person. There's yeah, just I mean, more of a deeper connection. If you look at these people, 
like Marie Fardio. You know, yeah. she's on YouTube. That's where I found her on <laughs> before I ever found her on IG. Yes. Um, who else? Um, Howie, right? He does a lot of YouTube. You know, Howls. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm butchering names today. Um, Howls. Um, Lewis Howls. Yeah. Who is? Yes, Lewis. Yeah. YouTube. And then, of yeah. course, transfer over. Um, who is the other insightful person that you know does a lot of really great interviews? Gosh, I can't take his name, but a lot of these huge like motivational speakers and really big business people, they have a YouTube channel. Oh, Alex, your guy, Alex Hermosi. <laughs> yes, because you know who told me about yeah. him. You know, yeah. where did he start? He started on YouTube. Hello, and now yeah. he has one million followers on IG. But where did the content start? on youtube yeah so let's talk about that so what um what a lot of people are doing is when you have long form content like a video that's long maybe it's like 10 15 minutes you can chop that up and make it into small tiktoks and reels and that's exactly what alex Mosey did and he's grown his i mean he was already rich before he started doing this but he decided he used to if you listen to what he used to say he used to do ads to promote like his his other business that he had before. And then he decided to grow his personal brand and he invested in his organic. So they do a, they do a video and then they chop it up. Sometimes he does do talking head videos without a long form, but he'll just go on the, and just go on his phone and like, you know, whatever the camera they use. And sometimes, but he does do it from long form. And then from his long form YouTube videos, he takes the audio out and puts it as this podcast. I'm actually in the process of doing that. I do have some, um, some of my audio, so my podcast episodes are audio from my YouTube. So I don't have to do double work. I just make one long YouTube channel. I mean, YouTube, <laughs> one long YouTube video. I take the audio out, isolate that. That's the podcast. So I don't have to, you know, record a separate podcast, another, you know, a TikTok or a reel and then do a YouTube. Like that's so much work that you're doing. Whereas if you could just repurpose, that can also help you a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's either going to be sweat equity that you put into your YouTube channel, or it's going to be you like for me, my podcast manager, she also does YouTube. And I've been telling her, I'm like, Hey, what do you think? This is the type of style I want to do because I want to do lifestyle, like in the behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. And I showed her like somebody else that I really, really (laughs) enjoy watching. And she has an interior design business. Her name is Karen Bond. She is super amazing. And I love the way that she would, like, she's driving somewhere and she has her video in the car with her. And she's talking about entrepreneurship. You know, it's not about the most talented. It's actually about, you know, it, you know, like the go-getter, like just being out there and putting yourself out there because you can be the most talented designer, but if nobody knows about you, you're not going to get the business. The one that's who goes boldly for it. And the same thing like this, you can be extremely talented in your industry, extremely skilled, but you're going to be the best kept secret if you don't have a YouTube channel. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I like the fact that you mentioned Marie Forleo because you think about it, like, why do people love her so much? Like, what is she talking about that's different? (laughs) It's because she's, she has this like powerful, powerful brand on YouTube where people just connect to you. They're watching you for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And so now you build that loyal fan, right? And so they're going to follow you. And you're right. A lot of the TikTokers, and I see there are a lot of people on Instagram that have these large followings who also have YouTube channels because people find you on YouTube and then go follow you on Instagram, which is what's happening to me. Exactly. Because I did. I saw, I I, I checked you out on IG, 
you know, and I was like, shoot, 14 carat? <laughs> higher now because you, you're 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 growing huge but yeah you're right because it's about building that lower loyal following because you're providing value and I really yeah. feel like there's I feel like there's two types of people in the industry there's people that just do it because of the monetary value but then there's others that do it because they absolutely love what they do you know, and I think instead of looking at when people are monetizing entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast, if you're doing it for the monetary gains, I want you to switch, switch your thinking and do it and try to find something that you absolutely love. Because if you're just doing for monetary gains, you're going to give up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to, you know, gonna fall hard and you're not going to go to places because people can feel the energy and people can feel if you're authentic, really doing a service because you love or doing the service because you're trying to get paid. Not that we're not trying to get paid out here. We're trying to do what we love, you know, and obviously, you know, create, um, you know, substantial income for, for generations and that can bless our families. But at the same time, I want people to like, if you're going to go to YouTube, know your why, have fun with it, grow it in a fun way, instead of like, oh, I'm trying to do it because I want to get a brand deal. Maybe that could be one of your goals, but let the reason that you're doing it be because you love something about it, like fall in love with the process. <laughs> yes, I, I think that is so important. And I also want to say something too. So you could monetize these channels and especially at YouTube, they have something called the YouTube partner program where when you create a video, if you get a, if you have to have a certain level of watch time hours and uh, subscribers to be eligible. But once you get in, into it, you can actually get paid for your videos. Every time someone watches your videos, advertisers run ads on it and YouTube, you know, basically yeah. pays the creators like over 50%. So you can literally get paid just to like, it's like, if I'm making videos, I want to get paid for that. If I'm putting content on somebody's platform, you need to pay me for that. <laughs> but also like, if you're getting paid to promote your business, pretty much, you're getting paid by YouTube to promote your business. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, cause we're monetizing entrepreneurs. We're about like making that, you know, always that we can like diversify our income stream. But I also want people to know when they're going on this endeavor, because if you're just thinking about just monetary gains, because you're going to lo look at somebody to your side, you know, the, the grass looks greener, right? They look like they're, they're killing it. And you're like looking at your content and you're not even getting paid yet. You're six months into it. You're, you're not going to develop it into where it could be if there's not something that you love about it. You know what I'm saying? Because when you love something like, okay, I love creating this content, you put love into it. You make it cool. You make it amazing. You get creative ideas. But if you're just doing it for one thing and you're, I dread doing this, but I know it's going to give me reach and all that, you're not going to make it that far because you're going to give up in the process, you know? So I just want, you know, for me, that's my little two cents for whoever's starting something because I've seen women, I see women, like I'm a web designer and I've seen women, you know, invest in a pack at 3K, drop 5K on their websites and give up after three months. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to play the long game and you have to find something that you absolutely love and do it for the impact, do it for you because you're reaching that one person and that you feel like you have a purpose to do this because, you know, don't, I don't want to see anybody fall off after three months. And that's why we have um, our community because I want to support them. I want to like, keep on going, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would say this, this is another thing too. Like if you're trying to grow a business as a mom, um, what I would say is the best 
service to make money right away with is services. I mean, the, the best thing to make money is a service. So a one-to-one -one service like web design is one example, or um, a virtual assistant or coaching where you're helping people establish whatever, like reach a goal, um, business coaching, life coaching, health coaching, um, just a one-to-one -one service where someone, you can work with someone and get them a result. I would start with services before you try to do like, you know, brand deals, affiliate, all this stuff. Like affiliate marketing is, is something that's going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes a while to start. You have to get, first of all, you need to get traffic to those links. Yeah. Um. So another thing you could do is YouTube as well, because you're putting your links on your YouTube videos and you're getting like hits on, you're getting views. You'll get, that's going to happen over time. But if I would say start with a service. And then as you're making money from your services, then you can add something like digital products, courses, memberships. Um, and then you can have that affiliate marketing, uh, you know, income coming in. And I mean, that's what I have going on. So I have a membership program. It's a 12 month membership. It's for women who, who and we have three men too, um, but mainly women who want to grow with services. And then I also have courses that are like one-off courses and you just take those. Um, I really love the membership model because it gives you recurring revenue. Like, I, I just like, model. I like to wake up and know that, okay, next month I'm going to make 10K, even if I take a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have all these payment plans coming in and it yeah. says 10K on my, my dashboard. Okay, next 30 days, you're supposed to be making 10K. I feel like I could sleep at night like a baby. Yeah, I don't like to start from zero. So I've been selling courses. I've made, I mean, I've, I've made a lot of money. I mean, we've made, we make about six figures every year, multiple six figures, right? Uh, from courses and memberships. And I could tell you, I've tried courses. I've tried group coaching. I tried, I had a mastermind. Some of these programs were like, you know, five figures. Some of the programs were lower priced, you know, the one model that has allowed me to just have to, like, doesn't take that much time to do? YouTube. <laughs> no, a membership. Oh, membership. A recurring okay. membership that you just, people just pay every month. It's just so much easier. So I have a membership and then I have the, the other programs on top of that. Like, so I do have some high ticket stuff, but the membership is the foundation of everything because it's a re that recurring revenue. Yeah. And the thing about membership is you can, some of the people that come in, because my I would say I would consider mine to be like a lower ticket membership. People have gone from like, I used to have a membership that was like $47 a month. It was a, long, a while back. I've had people pay $47 a month. And then like next month, they sign up for like a $5,000 one-on-one package with me. Yeah, so funny. all these things are, are ways that you can monetize. You know, your one-to-one -one is your highest level. You need to charge premium for one-to-one -one services. Because Absolutely. it's taking your time. Your time has to be in there having the calls. Go ahead. You're going to say something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say this um, because, you know, that's the same thing with me. Like for me, I have a recurring income stream. And so basically as a web designer, I also host websites. So I have like kind of like a hosting company. So we do tech support. And so every client, they go into my recurring income stream, <laughs> you know, like, you know, they can, they can opt to stay with their current um, hosting provider or I provide the hosting for them which also includes tech support. So if anything happens, you know, and everything like that. And I treat every client like gold because my that's my recurring income stream and I absolutely love it. And that's what allowed me to have more time, transition from doing one-on-one -on -one. right now. I, I, you know, I want to build my template shop. 
So I'm building like a show it template shop and, you know, sell my website. Oh, wait a minute. You do show it. I love show it. I love show it. I use square Squarespace, but I do love show it though. (laughs) Let me me transition you. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Show it. Absolutely. Because it integrates also with WordPress. You can have just show it by itself or you can integrate WordPress, which is like ups the ante and it's just mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer for me as a web designer so and I have my clients transition also on show it because it just brings more features you can design it however you want there is no limitations with show it and so I'm building that out so I have now more time because I developed that recurring income stream so if you're a service provider try to find and I tell my people and I tell my one-on-one you know clients do a recurring income stream because that is fijo. You know what I'm saying? That you know what's coming in each month and you're able to scale. You're able to like to grow with that and diversify. Yes, 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 yes. That is, like I said, and the recurring revenue doesn't have to be membership. It could be like what you're doing. You have the services every month. Then it could be affiliates. Like for instance, people come into my programs and I have, I I show them different tools to use and then they purchase the tools and that's affiliate revenue for me, right? As a web designer, especially, I want to tell you something right now. Like, you need to build your digital product shop tomorrow, girl. Because I, I have a digital product shop. I just, we just opened it, like, uh, I, I just started it, like, in August. We only have, like, three products, and people are just going to my website and buying it. Like, I'm not even promoting digital products. Are we yeah, planning yeah. to do a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, when you're visible, because because of my Facebook group, whenever I'm going in there, I got sales every day from, cause I had a lot, I have a lot more, I'm actually diversifying my, my, all of my digital products. I do have a, a speaker's toolbox. We had slide decks already designed from Canva, you know, different designs yeah. uh, as well as the strategy to sell in your Facebook group. So I'm not, I'm just like, I'm just making it better. And I'm going to be, I got to do it next month, but, <laughs> but yes, whenever I am live or doing an event, I get sales every day. And, yeah. and so I think it's just about being visible and people knowing that you're there and you're there for them and they, they're checking you out, they're checking out your website. And this is why I always point back, like, have a blog, like you're, you're having your YouTube channel. I hope that you're utilizing your blog and slapping that bad boy up on your blog because that's SEO. That's double the SEO. Pin your Pinterest. You know, I bet you I hope that you're pinning. I'm on Pinterest, too. Are you on do you do, do, you do Pinterest? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's free organic traffic. Oh my gosh. And so, so imagine leveraging YouTube which, with leveraging your blogging, because that's Yoast SEO, that's Google as yes. well. And utilizing Pinterest, which is also an SEO. That's it. You got the trifecta. Well, let's of- talk about SEO because this is a thing too. Like SEO is like, it takes a while to kick in. That's why people are like, oh, I'm just going to do, you know, I'm going to get on social media. Or <laughs> they're yeah, like, I'll just do. It takes time. But let me tell you, that is, I think SEO is true passive income. People find you and then sign up and then buy and you're not doing anything. You are doing things. You're just posting like a couple of times a month on, you know, your blog, your, you know, your pinning, but you could automate your Pinterest pins. And the, the beautiful thing about SEO, like a blog, a YouTube channel. And so just so you know, I do embed my YouTube videos on my blog, which <laughs> that's good for SEO because Google loves when you yeah. see that. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, better. Yeah. So these are just ways that, you know, invest some time in building up these organic search based like methods of of getting people into your funnel, because at the end of the day, you're building a funnel so that people could get into your world and eventually become a paid client or customer. I now call it an ecosystem, you know, because it is. It all works together. You know, 
girl, I have, you know, I'm not as huge as you, but I have so okay, many. I'm not that big. I only have like, I don't know, you probably have more Instagram followers than eight. me. <laughs> <Eight>. <laughs> but anyways, you know, but I have a lot of people because I love emailing and I email my list every single week, you know, especially with the podcast and people come out and tell me about my emails and like the email, they reply back to my emails you know, they get on, on my discovery calls just to talk about like, how do you do these emails? Like the way that you do these emails. So I hope that you're also emailing your list. Okay. Right? So yes, let me say that. We haven't even talked about email marketing. Email marketing, man. It's bomb. Email marketing is, I am so into email marketing. Like most of my money and sales comes from email marketing. Right now I have an email newsletter of over 19,000 subscribers. And that's growing. I'm hoping to grow it more this year. But most of my, the majority come from people, like I'm making offers every other week. Um, I typically try to email at least once a week, but sometimes we have promotional periods and I'm emailing every day of the week and I'm getting sales because I'm just emailing like crazy. Now with email marketing, there's so much money to be made on this. Girl. The thing about that though, I will be honest with you, you have to like to write. If you don't like writing, you're not going to want to do my email. I do, I do, I do. I love writing, yeah. So I love it. I do it. So my ecosystem and my funnel is that everything, my email my email list is the heart and foundation of, of my funnel. So people will find me on YouTube and then subscribe to one of my free digital eBooks or whatever. And then now they're in my email list. People will find me on my blog. They'll find me on Pinterest. And all I'm doing 24 seven is telling people to get on my email list through my free downloads that I have. I have free checklists, free templates, free downloads, free trainings, and I'm collecting your name and email all the time so yeah. that you can get into my email newsletter. And then from there, I can do so much. We could do so much. Like you, I know you host summits. Like, so when I have summits, I can email my subscribers and say, Hey, join us in this summit. I can do, I, I have, now I'm getting people who sponsor my email newsletter. I have people paying businesses, paying me to sponsor my newsletter. I mean, it's just so much you could do. It's so powerful. Now, I want to say this too. I'm going to keep it real with you and your audience today. Which... Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I'm just because I decided that this year I'm going to say whatever I want. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I really don't like social media that much because okay. I feel like for social media, you have to constantly post all the time. And I don't, I would like to not spend time on there all the time. Like, you know, opening up Instagram and Facebook, just have so many notifications, just people DMing you, like all these like little, okay, somebody like this. And then you have a DM, like my brain just, oh, this just me. Other people may not feel like, some, some people love TikTok. Some people love Instagram. Oh, I get That's overwhelmed. Great. I get, I uh, feel overwhelmed. Good. I used to have, I used to, like, one of the things that has, kind of like deterred me was when I would kind of like have a whole bunch of notifications. I will, I will go into a little cave. I'll, I'll like, let me get away from all this because this is a yeah, lot. It just feels yeah. so overwhelming. So me personally, I don't really post that much on Instagram or Facebook, but because I have a newsletter, I don't really have to, I don't, I literally don't really have to be on social media because I have a newsletter. So that's why I make my sales. I make offers. And now with YouTube, I can just record my, come into like this little studio you see here, right? Record my podcast, record my YouTube channel, uh, videos, and then schedule it out for the next couple of, I just batched like three YouTube videos. 
I've bashed it. So I don't have to eventually open up Instagram and TikTok and all these things and be on it. And I love using this as a business owner, but I will be honest with you. I don't think social media is good for your mental health. Ooh. Too much consumption. It, there's been studies on it. Oh. There's been studies done. So I think it's okay to use it. I think we all have, as creators, we need to be able to manage it and not be, we just, we, we don't, don't allow yourself to get addicted to it. There's a lot of, you can go research this and do a search. So you just have to be very careful. Certain platforms are more addictive than others. Like TikTok is very addictive. Yeah. Yeah, I was I'm spending not- like two hours on this. Girl. Like this is such good content. Like I can't get off the app. I had to delete it because it was just so overwhelming. Yeah, I I, I feel that 100%. And that's why like I am currently like posting like one to two reels a day just because I want to like try to finesse it. You know, I want to see, you know, like I used to, and the thing about it, it is I used to get overwhelmed by the notifications. I used to get overwhelmed by the DMs, you know, to the point that I would just, okay, let me chill out. You know, I'm getting a lot of like visibility. I used to be afraid of visibility, but I've actually come crossed over where I'm in a more like secure place, you know, and it's just about giving value. And that's where I'm at. Like, I'm just trying to hear. Yeah. I think if you can control it and like, you know, you can schedule your reels now on the suite. So you don't have to always open it up and check in so that's mm-hmm. fine but I just feel like as creators too you need some you need to like kind of have some quiet time and that clear oh, your mind so that you have that energy to come up with new ideas and and also come up with original ideas so one thing I want to say too is remember you asked me you know so you decided to pivot and I didn't really go into what that pivot was so this yeah. is what this leads into my next why I really did pivot so for many years, I was known as someone who taught social media managers and all I did was I, like I was known as being someone who's just if you don't learn social media, go to Almas. She's a social media person. You would go to. Yeah. So I decided that was my pivot that I don't want to be you known for social media because I don't like social media. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. I don't want to be on here. But what I do love and I want to be known for is content marketing and mm. messaging. So content marketing. That's back to what we were saying about the newsletters. When you have an email newsletter and you have an email list of people, you have their name and their email, you own that list, right? Social media, your account could get closed down, taken away, whatever happened, and then you lose all those followers. But if you have those same people are on your email newsletter, if something happens to your account, you can email your list and tell them, hey, I just opened a brand new account. Go follow me on the new one because... So you're not at the women mercy of these platforms. So your email is something that you own. Your podcast is something that you own. Email and podcast and your blog is you. It's not somebody else. So I really think that all of us here should make sure you have one form of something that you own. A podcast is truly you. It's not like even I love YouTube. I love YouTube. But YouTube is still is like another company owns it like you know somebody else is doing but you have your list of people you have lindamendable.com that is your platform right nobody take can take that away from you it's yours so just think about that everybody here and then the other thing i want to say which i think is really important is if you are a business owner okay Social media, this is the issue with social media. And maybe we could talk about when you have your summit, maybe we could do a whole se- like segment of this. 
I'm, I have been doing digital marketing for over 10 years, okay? I used to do mainly, I used to basically have an agency where we would write blog posts for like law firms and like different businesses. And we would create like tons of content every single month, hundreds of pieces of content, okay? So I, I when I talk about content, I know what I'm talking about because I've been doing this for a long, I'm, a, I'm also a copywriter, right? So one thing I could tell you is, if you're trying to build a long-term business that and, and also a long-term brand where you have loyal followers, okay, a loyal audience, people who want to, you know, they'll buy anything you have to sell. There's there's a there was um forgot his name. <laughs> this go ahead and read. I think his first name was Kevin, but he had he, a long time ago he he wrote an article called 100 True Friends, where he he said that um if you have a hundred people that pay you $100 every year, you can make a living as an artist. If these people, every every time you put something out and it costs like $100 and they just buy it, like you can make a full-time income just from a few core loyal fans who buy your stuff over and over and over again, okay? And I feel like everybody watching, the, everybody who's listening to this podcast, you need to read that article. Just put it into Google. It's called, just type in like 100 true fans or you should see the article that comes up. The reason why that's important is because if you want to have a long-term business and you, you want to be able to sell things consistently, if you have people who follow you, whether it's your newsletter, podcast, your whatever channel you want to use, Instagram, and these people are loyal to you, you can have long-term income regardless of what happens. Let's say you decided, I, you know, I'm going to change my mind. I want to talk about this topic, right? I mean, as long as it's kind of relevant to those people, you could do that. Let's say you decide to take a break. You're burnt out. Take a six-month break. You come back, your fans are still there, right? Because they're loyal to you. Now, when you have, when you can cultivate 100 true fans, what you need to do is you need to, in order for you so to look, the honest truth is in 2020, everybody quit their job and became a coach. There's so much competition, Linda. Everybody's a coach. Everybody's an expert of this. And they, everybody is selling courses. Everybody's, you know, everybody. So you, on social media, Instagram and TikTok, anybody could use their phone and just start making a video and say they know everything, supposedly. And they could be very enticing and you may believe them, right? <laughs> so if you're a, a woman, a mom, and you're trying to build a business, you're competing with all these people on TikTok and Instagram. So what you need to do is, in addition, you, you can have in TikTok and Instagram. You need to also have evergreen content that sets you apart from the competition. And long-form content in the form of a, either a podcast, a YouTube show, an email newsletter, and even a book is going to set you apart from everybody else. It's going to put you at a higher level. So people will read a book, and you can use that book to get them to work with you. People will listen to your podcast and they'll really listen to it like 20 minutes. I mean, Linda, you have like 50 minute podcast episodes. People are listening to you for a long time. They're glued, right? So you, you're building that loyal fan base or followers, audience, community, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> right? Community, followers, whatever. Um, so everyone here, just think about this. What are you going to do to stand out from the competition and set yourself apart from everybody else and so think about that and it, it should not be on social media like you need to have something outside of social media to set you apart from the competition so just think about that girl everything you were saying I love I absolutely love what you said about the 100 um fans 
that's such a good read. I can't wait to read that one. So I'm going to definitely Google that. And I love what you're saying, like, what's going to set you aside from the competition? And one of the things that I saw, like, I was like, man, you know, I'm still booking clients and I wasn't posting on social media. I took a complete break, but I was still booking clients. I was still doing, you know, certain things. And I was like, hey, guys, don't think that I'm not, you know, I'm not still here. I'm still here when I would pop on in my IG because it just feels like if you're not there, you know, you don't exist almost right in your business and stuff like that. That's the thing that kind of like is a bit sad about social media, right? When we're trying to grow our brands and everything like that. But I have found if you're on the right channels, like podcasting, your email list, your courses that truly are bringing value, and as well your YouTube, that really kind of like will increase your following regardless. And you don't have to be on social media. You don't have to be on IG all the time. And I love that concept that you're saying about fans. And it's so true. And it's it's not even about a fan thing or a following. I think it's more like a community that you're building a community and people that want to be a part with the people that you resonate with, because I do have a different message than someone else out there and they can hear it within, if they look at, listen and tune into the, the podcast episode and, and everything like that, they can hear the message. I had someone the other day, like I didn't even, I don't even ask for, you know, um, reviews or anything like that and someone gave a review like I love Linda's message and I was like and I love all that she's doing I was like wow someone just gave a, a, a five-star review I was like this is awesome because for me I didn't go in with a lot of strategy when it came to the podcast it was like I want to provide value I feel that I'm called to do the podcast and I want to bring these stories to people that want to because I've always found myself having insightful conversations and you know how there's some people that have the personality that maybe um that just you you just talk right and you feel comfortable in talking and you know and I have found like sometimes I'm just in these amazing I'm talking with these amazing people and they're giving me such beautiful gems like you have dropped some such beautiful gems right for us and I feel like other people gotta listen to this why am I the only one getting these absolutely amazing gems right and that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast and I'm gonna say this because this was a total game changer and how I've, I'm pivoting and how I'm niching is we're starting a membership, but the membership is about collaboration in bundles because, and it's about growing your email list. Because if you can actually partner with other people that have lookalike audiences, right? And you, but you have a particular message and maybe the way that you come across is different than the way that they come across or, you know, you get what I'm saying? And everybody wins because you're cross-pollinating I, I feel I've seen my own like business grow because of being part of bundles and being part of summits. And I'm like, this is, this is the way to go for moms who have a limited amount of time, right? We don't have a lot of time mm -hmm. and who have a limited, like you can't be on social media like that. You can't create these amazing content. Cause maybe like I have a whole mess over here. I just cleaned up nice over here. Right. <laughs> you can't, <laughs> you gotta do laundry. You gotta, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe if you're just starting out and you want to validate your product, you know, and maybe you're not really good on video, but maybe you're good at content writing, or maybe you're good at, at video in the form of a course, mm -hmm. right? But how you're going to get out yourself out there because there's a lot of gatekeepers. And so with the bundles, this actually allows you to cross pollinate and that people choose if they want to be, you know, want to download your item, you know, mm -hmm. and this actually uh, gives you like those freebies that you have. We can put it in a bundle with other people that have kind of like, you know, like what? What's one of your freebies? Um. Okay. So I have, girl. I have ten different. 
<laughs> one of them is a client onboarding kit, um, client onboarding checklist. We break down like if you're a, a service provider, how to onboard clients so you're not like overwhelmed, disorganized. Yes, yeah. we'll be putting that down here. Yeah, that one. Um, that's a good one. I have a social media content planner to help you like plan out your ideas for social media and get organized. And I also have, I just have a lot, girl. Those are the two main ones. <laughs> okay, two main ones, right? So let's say, so those are for social media. Let's say we do a bundle and we collaborate with other social media people. Yeah. They come together with their stuff, but each is different, right? Each little piece. You put together a bundle like that, you know? And then, you know, when whenever you send out to your email list and they decide who's who who they want to download, right? Who, But that, that easily grows your your email list. And not only that, because of the way that you maybe you have your sales page, you're landing, you're speaking directly to them and they're getting on your list and they're getting into your world and into your ecosystem. Okay. We need to talk. This is like the best podcast I've ever been on, Linda. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it just feels so natural. We're just talking. All right. So first of all, I need to ask you something. I'm on your podcast. I'm like interview, interviewing you, <laughs> your podcast. How was that experience with being on a bundle? I have, I've done virtual summits that has helped. I have not done a bundle. I am curious. How, how what, what was your experience like? How has it helped you? I was like, this is it. This is my thing. Oh, wow. Looking. I have been looking. One of the things I went out, oh, I'm getting chills. I went out on a search because I would have people drop 5K for their website. And then mm -hmm. in three months, they would just fall off. They would just, because they didn't know how to get clients on this digital online space. And so I've created like one of my um, products is the blog cure how to get clients with blogging, how to get, how to sell your products with blogging. It's all about storytelling, you know, and people don't understand that. If you want to get a client, do a case study or do something about before and after of like you take, if you've never done an account, but oh, hey, if your social media account looks like this, you do a, a mock-up of what you would do for a social media account, right? You do case study, you blog about it. And so that's the blog here. If you want to grab it, I'm going to put it in the show notes <laughs> because it also has like a content calendar and stuff like that, because I really believe all you need is once a week. And if you have the right content, you're going to get booked. But anyways, so I started um, and I'm like, so I brought that out, but people didn't want to blog. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, and I was just looking for my thing and I started doing these summits and, you know, I was starting to do these bundles and the bundles, you grow like crazy if you have like, so I decided to do a strategy like on my sales because I have a funnel within the blog here. It goes straight into my email list, straight into my community and people get into and, you know, they see how, how they can get plugged in all the different areas. Boom. And that's when I discovered like that is the bundles are one of the best ways to grow your email list, to grow your following. Because I had a lot of people because after they get, you know, um, an item from the bundle, I, I put, hey, follow me on IG. Girl, my followers increase. It was just, I was like, shoot, shoot, why, you know, why can't we just create community over competition, collaboration and mm -hmm. cross pollinate and grow together? Because really, you know, there's abundance out here, but a lot of people yeah. have, you know, and how can we, instead of posting every day and having your video go viral, right, in order to get seen, you know, or having that long game, you can get it immediate, immediately with a bundle and people can see your style. People can see that what you- is, Do you also collaborate? Like what I, I've gotten some people emailing me about doing bundle projects, like where there's like 20 people that are all putting their stuff in a bundle. Is that the type of thing you've done? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Wow. That type of thing. 
And it is absolutely amazing. And so what we're going to do is teach people how to host one. Okay, wait a minute. Can you come on my podcast like an interview about the whole bundle strategy for absolutely? Okay, that's gonna be that's gonna be like the amazing. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> amazing oh, yeah. episode. I love this episode because I just yes. feel, <laughs> I just feel like okay, what are what are the because the thing about it is you built your foundation, and a mm-hmm. lot of people have a foundation, right? Mm-hmm. But you have your foundation, and you get immediate. So once you build your foundation, girl, that's when like boom, boom, boom everything, and then you do Facebook ads, and then just. Okay, well, let's, so I, okay, I love, I want to talk about Facebook ads. I feel like what you just said earlier about why it's so important to collaborate with people, like, you know, especially a lot of women's are, and we're in like the mom's women's space of business owners, right? Collaboration is so important. Like, you know, find someone who has an audience and you have an audience that's similar and then do like a swap, like an email. Uh, so let me tell you something. I, I have an email newsletter called The Profitable Creator. And I am part of these networks where people who have other newsletters, they like contact you if they, you know, to do swaps with you. Okay. This this is a huge industry because newsletters are like, have been popular. There's been a few newsletters that uh, grew to like seven figures and it's been all over the news. Like everyone's trying to start a newsletter now. I've been doing newsletters before that, before I was popular, I was doing it. I was making money on newsletters. But so what I'm trying to say is I, I see now I'm, Part of kind of like the newsletter community, there's a, it's a very small community, but I feel like other, especially like for women, there needs to be more women in that community because some of the people that want to swap with me, you know, they just, it's like, you know, they have like a newsletter about like Bitcoin or whatever, <laughs> like just random topics. I'm like, oh, my mom, not that they wouldn't want to, my, my audience cares, but you know, it's like, they're more like guys on it. So I wanted to really connect with other women and do swaps like this but so me and you linda we need to talk after this episode how we could do a swap but everyone listening figure out how you can swap with other audiences so what you said is important because the problem is i do paid advertising and i I, one of the things we've been doing over the past several years is we do paid ads. i've done pinterest ads and we do instagram facebook ads right but my goal is to eventually wean off of it Cause I don't want to like do, I want to kind of like get away, like slowly trickle, like, and, and the YouTube channel and all these organic things I'm doing is helping me a lot. Cause now I I use convert kit for my um, email newsletter and they have a program called the creator network. So like, I don't know if you're on there, but if you are, I can recommend you cause they have like a whole tool where you can recommend different people. So I'm getting new subscribers like, like every so we just talk if you want to learn about it i'm getting new subscribers from this, this free network they just launched it like this year so like that's one way and so there's a huge thing now where people are just swapping audiences so everyone watching here think about um i'm gonna put together a special resource on how to monetize so that'll be in the show notes it'll have everything i'm talking about all the links <laughs> <laughs> everything you need will be right there okay so just just so you know i'm gonna give it give it to you but you can do that. That's one way. There's other networks besides ConvertKit. There's other like companies that do this. I know there's like Beehive. There's like other, there's like Substack. So there's a lot of different ways to, you know, connect and, and network because Facebook ads are good, but you don't want to rely on them for your business because anything can happen to your account. And then secondly, like it just costs money. You just, you're spending money, like, you know, so, um, and then, you know, ads, like this is a lot of things. I, I, I run ads. So like I'm an ads manager. I, this is what I do as a digital marketer. 
So it's good, but you don't want to rely on it. So I think connecting with other people, doing these like programs, whether it's virtual summits, um, bundles, doing email swaps, doing what joint webinars are also really good. You can get in front of other people's audiences, you know, and grow without having to invest in a bunch of ads. And I'm talking about someone who has spent six figures in ad. Like I spent more than a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I am. Too. I'm telling you that I've spent I've spent way too much. I'm like I can't wait to just not spend anymore. Like I'm, I cannot wait. <laughs> Um, but I know we're a little bit over time, but I, I love, absolutely love talking to you and yeah. And get on the wait list for monetizing entrepreneur society. If you want to grow with bundles and summits, I'm telling you, it's going to be absolutely amazing. If you have the mindset to do collaborations and Alma, I'm going to actually connect you with someone who also does email marketing and she has a list of 26,000 since you guys have kind of, and she's similar, but she does email marketing and she, that's her specific you know, her specific niche, I can connect you to, because uh, one of the things that we've done is that um, we ask our audience, like, you know, what were our main qualifying factor for our monetizing entrepreneur summit um, was for the email list. Now for our bundles, we are doing something completely different. It's more collaboration and there's no specific, we're just going to partner you up with like lookalike and help you have a landing page and have a you know, have a structure that you can get people into your email list. And that's what we're doing, like that strategy to get people into your ecosystem and, you know, and helping people get their sales pages, you know, as a web designer, get their sales pages and stuff like that, do the whole funnel process. And so, but I want to connect you with her because she's absolutely amazing and she's going to be in the summit. So we're going to have a really high reach with the summit. We're going to have in this December, um, 6th to the 8th, we're going to have around 27 speakers it's going to be like really dynamic. We're going to have some live, we're going to have networking sessions, and we're also going to have um, pre-recorded that they're going to be running, you know, when the summit runs. So join us for a Monetizing Entrepreneur Summit and you're going to be there, right? So I'm excited. Yes, I'm planning to be a speaker. Excited. <laughs> Alma, where can people find you? Alma. Yes, <laughs> yes Alma. Okay, I'm on almabrafford.com. <laughs> I'm on almabradford.com. So just come to my website and all of my free resources, my newsletters there, my YouTube li channel links, everything is on almabradford.com. So I also have a digital product shop there. So you can check that out. Hallelujah. Amen. And by the way, do not, uh, and whoever's listening to this, do your free resource library, because honestly, that's one of the ways that I, I book my VIP clients is through my free resource library. So girl, I already, that's a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that on there too. <laughs>